Hey guys, welcome back to Yolk Christian Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here with my co-host again today, Mr. Codis. What's up? How you doing, dude? I'm great, man. How uh, how is your day going? You know, it. I mean, other than my car broke down and I had to wait like an hour and a half yeah. uh, on the side of the road. Other than that, you know, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Well, that's a good way to look at it. And if you, if the uh, for the listeners listening, um, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, then go check it out because <laughs> it kind of talks a little bit more about that and how it yeah. became an opportunity to uh, to worship. So I love um, how that happens. How like the most right? crummiest situations become God moments. Well, you know what they say about diamonds? They're always in the rough, right? Ooh, hey, so, there you go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, t-shirt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> right probably down, already right a t-shirt. <laughs> probably. It's probably like a mom's couch cushion. Yeah, right. <laughs> they always have like the weirdest sayings on those pillows. Yes, and like that one specifically where they had like a cartoon-looking diamond, like almost like a Minecraft-looking diamond. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, I guess while we're talking about it, just so you all know, I mean, we are also a Christian apparel brand, so we do have oh, a, yeah, a website. Oh, yeah, we haven't even said that. No, we haven't, I don't think. So we do have some uh, articles of clothing because, of course, Yolt, you only live twice, so we have some shirts with that. We've got mm. some new ones in the works, I believe. Right yeah, notice. there's quite a bit. And then, so another thing is, this week, we're going to talk to a new person about the clothing and stuff, and we're going to change the companies everything, and the shirts okay. and stuff are going to be way cheaper. So I, I would recommend, I mean, you can buy it now if you want. But I yeah. would recommend wait like two weeks. And it's gonna be like way cheaper. Good deal. Like That's shirts exciting. are gonna be like ten bucks. What? Yeah, we're That's exciting. The, the main reason for all of Yolt for me was just to make a cheap clothing brand for people. Yeah, yeah. So that you know it's gets the be word cheap. Out. Yeah. Good, good. I know. I got one. Um, I guess it was probably like three weeks ago, and I told you how like when I ordered because we we're using that that one company. I guess I won't. Yeah. Name. Um, and it sucks, it sucks dude. <laughs> well, I ordered it and like, I got an email saying that, uh, the money wouldn't be taken out of my account to the process. Right. And mm-hmm. so then the next day it got taken out of my account process, whatever. Then all of a sudden last week on Wednesday, the shirt came in. I never got an email saying it was shipping. I never got any of that. What? <laughs> and, uh, but I got it. Oh, that's man. What matters. But, I, uh, yeah, I guess. How, how do you so, like it? You like it at all? I actually haven't worn it yet. My, uh, my wife, <laughs> she, uh, she saw it and she said, I love this shirt. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but, it's going to be yeah. way better with the, the new company, though. They're going to be way comfier. They're going to look better. They're going to feel – I'm so excited. Yeah, we're good. Um, so, yeah, if, if you don't want to buy one because you want to wait till they're cheaper, which we both recommend, uh, go look at, look <laughs> at it. Look at the different stuff that we offer. Uh, I imagine there's going to be some of the same, uh, same, some of the same looks on the uh, mm-hmm. website. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's also, like, there's a mug on there. There is, oh, like, yeah. some socks, sweatpants, like, uh, all that there's fun stuff. There's a sticker. Stuff. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Maybe you want a sticker. Put it on a toolbox, your car. You know, I, you know, I might, I might actually have to get the logo and put it on the back of my car or something like that. You're, you're I'm on doing something. it. I'm doing that. Yeah, 100. percent And then uh, with, the, with put like the uh, the at for the Spotify or maybe like oh our yeah, and you can too. download the thing. So like, if you put your phone up to like this thing, it's like a Spotify thing. It'll mm-hmm. send you right to like the Spotify. Dope. Like, like it'll that. open your Spotify yeah, and send you dope. right there. I like that. We gotta do it. Yeah, one hundred percent. But anyways, jumping into the anyways, we're gonna, yeah, we're yeah, in we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna continue the series on Matthew. Um, I know, like, the idea of reading through Matthew is pretty boring, but I promise you, we make it you know fun and and all we that try. fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not like we're reading word for word; we're just kind of summarizing the things yeah. here. Um, but so lost far, the conversation. Yeah, well, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so far, I mean, it's been really eye opening to a lot of things. Like, of course, yeah. Like, the, the Bible has talked about a lot of things that we've, of course, talked about, um, like 
you know, healing and Jesus' first sermon and baptism and all these things. But I think the the real nuggets are like when we dive off into these the rabbit nuggets. holes. Nuggets, exactly. And like I when we say that the nuggets, you're the, the nuggets. first I've heard that says that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think it's a pretty common thing down here. Um, <laughs> but I mean, maybe not. Maybe it's just a, my mom and her best friends kind of thing. But, <laughs> um, but anyways, so yeah. We, I mean, I think the best nuggets, the best gold nuggets, are are the ones where we go off. But uh, anyways, so we're gonna continue on with this. Uh, stay tuned. Keep listening because you'll hear some solid nuggets in this one. We're gonna talk about Matthew <laughs> chapter eight. Um, so if you don't remember, you didn't happen to watch the last episode, I highly recommend go watching it, but we're just kind of sum it up. Um, he, you know, Jesus told us to, to not judge others or else we'll be judged in the same light mm-hmm. that we judge others with. Um, and don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. He's saying rely on the word of God because it's a firm foundation. Like when we talked about what it's like, you know, building a house on rock or versus sand, um, and all of these things, a bunch of really cool stuff talking about how, Getting into heaven is really difficult because you have to do the will of God. And we talked about what the will is for each of us in our lives. And we talked about the gate and how it's or it's a narrow path. Anyways, a whole bunch of good stuff. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good nuggets in there. Nuggets, exactly. So, But diving into Matthew chapter 8, finally. So it starts out, um, we, we leave off and well, I guess I'll recap again at the end part, part of Matthew 7. Um, he gives this like big speech to like there's a huge crowd of people following him, right? And so then we start with Matthew chapter 8. And so the same crowds of people are following him. Um, down the mountain because that's where the the I guess the lessons were being taught in Matthew seven, mm-hmm. um, and so he they work on their way down the mountain and then they come across this leopard and this leopard is a person not not an animal not a cat um, it, it's a person that has leprosy and uh, and so leprosy oh that was kind of like <laughs> golem or something no it worked though oh well, I can do a stitch like it's a uh, oh, means family and family means that one just left behind or for dark. That's pretty good. Thank you. I'm proud of that one. That's the uh, the only accent I can I can be proud of. But I can't say anything <laughs> other than that. So, um, hey, I know you can do an Australian accent, sort of. Well, all right. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I usually like it, it. It takes a minute for me to get into it because I have to say like kangaroo, wallaby, kangaroo. Uh, oh, what's what's something else that's Australian? Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. Uh, Vegemite, you know. Vegemite, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let me throw some prawn on the queue. Uh, you know, go down to the beach, you know, that sort of thing. There and, it is. Uh, so, yeah, so now I'm into it. So we're going to talk about God's will a little bit. And uh, interesting fact is that uh, <laughs> the priest <laughs> – <the>, anyways, I, <laughs> I'm getting distracted myself. Um, so, anyways, large crowds followed Jesus down the mountain. He came across a leopard. The leopard said, Jesus, if you're willing, please heal me. Oh, the chosen, so, the chosen. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was thinking of when I was reading. It's like this is like the chosen, like we're for, and this entire chapter is really depicted in the chosen. It's really cool. That's true. Um, yeah, and and I realized that as I was reading it. But uh, so, what's interesting about this is he says, "God, if you are willing, right?" Mm-hmm. So this, of course, acknowledges that God's will is greater than our own. Um, I love that. Yeah, yeah, and it's something that we we you know a lot of times in our lives we just. I say this all the time, but we're really selfish individuals. And oh, so yeah. uh, it's really easy to kind of mix up whose will is greater than whose, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we need to t- rely and remember that God's will is greater than ours. But uh, so fun background fact here is that priest's job back then um, was to send the leopards into exile. Um, and really? so, yeah. And so that's who would determine if they, you know, get kicked out of the city and stuff. So Jesus told him, and this is in verse four, he told him to, to have the priest examine him. He, so Jesus healed him, said, okay, good job, you're healed. Now go tell the priest and have him examine you. Um, and so here's what's interesting about that. Not only was this what the leopard had to do in order to be re-entered back in the city, but it was also super bold of Jesus. Because if you think about it, it, like, it sends a That's signal. That's true. 
It sends a signal. Jesus is like, I'm basically coming out to him, not in like a, a LGBTQ plus kind of way, but like <laughs> saying like, because at this point, like he, yeah, he had done some miracles and stuff, but like, it wasn't known. Like, and a lot of Pharisees had come up and talked to him about some of this stuff, but like, he is like starting to come out of his show at this point. He's like, he's being bold about it. He's saying, look, go tell the priest, tell him that I, the Messiah, he didn't say this part in the Bible, but that's just what I'm imagining saying. I, this Messiah just healed you. He told him to say that part. And anyways, so it's just like, from the priest's point of view at this point, it's kind of like, okay, well, this, this guy. Witchcraft. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like the dude's healed. So he had to let him back in the city. Um, but anyways, and then moving on, uh, Verses 5 through 13 kind of talk about this Roman officer. Um, so basically what happened was Jesus kept walking down, and uh, this Roman officer uh, came across Jesus. He said he knew who he was, and uh, he said, look, my servant's paralyzed and in pain. And uh, so Jesus said, okay, well, let's go. Well, let's go heal him. And then the, uh, the Roman officer was like, nah. He said, I-, I know that when my supervisor tells me to go, I go. And he says, and likewise, when I tell my soldiers to do something, they'll do it. He said, I know that you can heal him from here. He said, I want you to heal him from here. That's bold of that Roman officer. Yeah, it is pretty bold. And then uh, then Jesus was amazed at that. And he told the people following him, because remember, he had this big crowd behind him yeah. at this point. He told the people following him. He had him a that posse. Exactly. He had a big old posse. Like, it wasn't even, like, a small one, I don't think. I mean, no, these people are like following thousands. him everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, and then he uh, he turned around and told the people following him that the Roman officer had amazing faith. And then yeah. uh, then... Then he told him um, that heaven, this is him speaking to the, his followers. He said that because at this point, the everybody that was a Jew believed that they would be going to heaven for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't think that Gentiles would be allowed to go into heaven either. Um, so at this point, Jesus turned around and said, heaven will be full of Gentiles too, and many Jews will go to hell. And so this probably rocked their world. You know, like, because they're probably. I can imagine all their jaws just dropping. Yeah. And then they're like, because at the time, of course, they were very, uh, I don't want to say racist, but like they were very protective of their own and didn't like people mm. outside of their own. And so I imagine they were like Gentiles in heaven. How is that going to be heaven? You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he, <laughs> he just kind of jaw dropped him. And uh, so he says that because the Roman officer believed, um, the man was healed. Like it's crazy. Yes. Faith can move mountains. Faith can move flipping mountains. Um, oh, that'd be a, a decent shirt. You know, imagine a, a mountain doing a flip. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then uh, verse 12. So um, I, this is just my notes. I'm going to pull it up here. Let's see. 8 verse 12. So it says, uh, but many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, again, he's talking about how Israelites will even go to hell and Gentiles will even go to heaven. But mm-hmm. I want to point out that it says um, – that they will be thrown into outer darkness. It doesn't say that they were thrown to hell necessarily, but rather outer darkness. Why do you so think like the outskirts of heaven? <laughs> they barely well, made it. Well, I guess my thought is that of course God is light, right? And so in yeah. the uh, oh. when when Revelation comes back, or hello, when uh, when the new kingdom is built on a new earth in Revelation, it says that the light will be provided by God because God is light. And so I think what it's saying is that they will be thrown into the outer darkness, so they'll be just outside the reach of God, but. So they're the ones that barely made it because there's going to be, because he's going to save a few. Okay. So what happened then? Did they go to hell? Yeah. He's saying that, uh, but many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, uh, because remember they created heaven for Israelites originally. God did. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, because these Israelites aren't necessarily going to choose Jesus, which he's, he's hinting at, at this point. He's not explaining why. Um, but once he says, you know, that uh, they don't believe in him, that he's the Messiah and they don't repent, he's saying that they will be cast into this outer darkness. And so what I think it is, is I think, like I said, God is light. So these people are going to be oh, just outside of the light. So they're, It was they can... him saying it was exactly. hell without him saying it was hell. Exactly. But I think it's interesting because uh, I, I forget the reference, but there's something along the lines of um, somebody. I think we talked about it before, but somebody is in hell um, and they can see out. I think it has something to do with Lazarus. And the dude that's in hell, I don't think we talked about it, never mind. But the dude that's in hell is like, can I just have a sip of water on my tongue or like something like that? And then he's like, no, but um, I don't remember where that's from. But anyways, um, here's my thought is when it says outer darkness, how about this? Have you ever been outside and the light's inside the house? And it is dark outside, so it's nighttime. But you can see everything inside the house because the lights are on. Yeah. But, you, you know, they can't see out. The people inside the house can't necessarily see out. Does that make sense? So I think he's saying that these people that are basically going to hell, they can see into heaven because they're in the darkness looking into the light. It's going to suck for them. Yeah, they're going to see, you know. And, the, I mean, like we tried to tell them. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and they're like, oh, but there's no way that Jesus existed. He, you know, all that nonsense. Nobody ever really wants to have a, like if, if from what I found, like if somebody's willing to debate, they aren't willing to actually debate. They just want to argue, yeah. you know. And anyways, like it, the only time it's a, you have a fruitful conversation with somebody regarding like salvation is when they're like genuinely interested and like they've already mm-hmm. begun to like search for themselves. But uh, anyways, going back to the, the point here. So, yeah. And then it says thrown to the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, uh, yeah, hell's not going to be fun just outside the light. Rather, no, it's, it's not, not. not going to be fun. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Probably crying, think of your mistakes, wishing that you had chosen to follow Jesus. That's so and, scary to think about. Like, I know, mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm saved. I know I'm going to heaven. Yeah. But still, like, the back of my mind, just the doubt mm-hmm. is like, what if I didn't make it, though? Like, what exactly. if I'm not doing enough? And it terrifies me. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think if you're about not it, scared of God, then, you, you know, you got to rethink things. Well, the fear of the Lord is, or the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you and I both came really to our salvation somewhat in the beginning is because of revelation, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I, I basically got scared into the faith. Um, I mean, not really, but like pretty much like I read revelation. I was like, I don't want that to be me. And yeah. so of course that's what kind of made me look a little bit deeper into it. But um, I mean, it says like here, gnashing of teeth, like, so you're going to be wishing that you were, you know, not there. You're going to be gnashing of teeth. I can only imagine is teeth, demon teeth chewing down on your bone maybe not even demon teeth because of course they're going to be because teeth are bone well yeah but here's my my i was having a little side thought that i I don't i'm I'm trying to think biblically here is so we know that hell is hell like where we get uh not persecuted where we get uh, punished right for our, our sin so and obviously hell was created for satan his fallen angels to be punished also so is it going to be demons and Satan torturing us? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like what the Bible says about it because I did not prepare for this thought whatsoever. Um, but like, I've always heard that we would be tormented by demons. I feel like they'll laugh at us. Like I've, I've heard the thing that like they'll, they're going to laugh at us. Not like not us. Cause we're not going to hell, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. demons will laugh at people and like mock yeah. them, I guess. And I'm, I'm going to have to, cause I feel like there's, definitely ranks in hell oh i mean just like there's ranks in heaven i completely yeah. agree but like 
how does God decide, which granted we aren't God, so we'll probably never know, but how does God decide who torments and who receives punishment? You know, like, I don't, I don't think that's a, I feel like, I don't want to say, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like Satan decides that, but like, I don't want to give him that power. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I I feel the same way, like, I feel feel like like uh, God doesn't really control Satan's realm. That makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, my thought is, I don't know. It goes back to the well. It's uh, hell is a, an area without God. So, so like the earth like, is hell. Well, God is here. Well, yeah, that's true. Never mind. Dang, so, mind. so we kind of have like a mixture of both good and evil right now. But yeah. hell is the absence of good, whereas heaven is the absence of bad. And so, I read a whole article about that too. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was reading a whole thing about why God allows evil and all that, and that was sort of in it. Man, I, it's it's funny because I posted a video on TikTok on on our guilt account today about that because somebody responded to one of my, my oh, i my, saw that yeah yeah and i kind of talked a little bit about about uh, why i think we have or satan was on earth but anyways different conversation for a different day but like i'm trying to think like i know in revelation it says that satan is locked up for a thousand years right mm-hmm. um so is he literally just like in chains and locked up in this deep bottomless pit like All the bible I know describes is it's a sulfur of fire a pit yeah. of fire yeah I feel like he's just going to, you know, okay. <laughs> so, you know when you're boiling something on the stove mm-hmm. and then you put the lid on? I feel like it's going to be one of those. Oh, facts. Completely. Yeah, that's going to be, that'd be miserable. Well, uh, it's going to be hot. Yeah, that's for sure. Lake <laughs> well, obviously, but. But, I mean, my thought is like, does the Bible say anything about demons being the one torturing humans? I don't know. I, don't, I know I don't, that. I, don't, I, don't I know, know that demons will be in the pit with him. Yes, I do know that too. But like I said before, like hell is meant to be their punishment as well because they aren't being punished right now well i mean they kind of are but like not really yeah but some of them went with Satan. like when he fell and everything he brought Mm -hmm. some of the angels with him so Mm -hmm. i feel like he's like yo you guys cannot punish with me if that makes sense at all at least for this time being since they're not in the pit of fire yet yeah like kind of going back with the rank things in hell i Mm -hmm. feel like Satan's like, hey, guys, if you help me, we ain't going to uh, – I'm not going to make you suffer with these people. But then again, mm-hmm. I've heard – okay, so in the Bible, during Revelations, it says that the dead will rise first. So mm-hmm. is hell completely empty right now? Where Satan resides, I'm guessing there's a place – there has to be a hell, I feel like. Do you think anyone's there right now? Because okay, I don't think so- anyone's in heaven, in my opinion. Yeah. No, cur- currently, right now, I don't think anybody's in heaven. So I think, likewise, nobody's in hell. And here's my reasoning for that. So we know that, and I talk about this in one of the videos too. But God is just, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think. I mean, if you think about it, if somebody died a thousand years ago with the exact same sins and the exact same number of sins as you have when you die, um, but say they're not saved, right? Mm-hmm. So if they died a thousand years ago, and hell was a place where they could go as soon as they die, then they would be tortured for on a chronological scale for longer than you would if you went to hell too, you know? So I that think makes that, sense. so since God is just, I think that he waits until the second coming. That's and, what I was assuming. That's why I feel like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's a hell at this moment. Mm-hmm. That's why the devil resonates here. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's why he's, you know, like you said, he's a sore loser. So he's going to get everybody he can before he can. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel and, like the devil is definitely on the earth. And for the people that might be confused about why we believe that there's not necessarily a hell right now, if you, if you go to, I think it's 1 Corinthians, I want to say it's chapter 15, verse like 52, somewhere around there. 
And then it's First Thessalonians chapter four verses I think fifteen as well. Um, no, no, no. First Corinthians, it's verse fifty-two. Second, then uh, First Thessalonians chapter four verse fifteen is where it talks about. Um, it says that basically once the uh, the, trump- the the last trumpet blows, then um, that is when the dead will rise, or the uh, well, I forget the words, but anyways, the dead the, will rise. The, the dead Christians or the people that died as, as saved, they will rise. And so, um, I don't think it's necessarily talking about zombies. I think that means we're going to no. go to heaven. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so I think that's why, you know, like I said, so God is just, and so, um, but yeah, so that, that kind of explains why Satan and his little demons or fallen angels, whatever you want to call them, are kind of roaming the, the weaklings. Right now. The, yeah. The weaklings. Um, so, but uh, kind of a I little just, tangent. I don't get like why they went with him, like because heaven had to have been pretty nice. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it kind of goes like this. I mean, if I, I read something today, and I don't think it was biblical. I think it was just somebody's theory, right? And mm. I, I, I kind of liked it, so I'm going to repeat it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it went something along the lines of so. We don't know exactly when Satan was cast down to earth, right? We do know, mm-hmm. however, it was at some point. Uh, between the creation of man and um, the fall of man. Yeah. So sometime within the first few chapters of Genesis. Um, and so with that being said, uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, uh, well, he was casted down. Yes, he was casted down at some point along yes. that line, right? And um, what, what was the, the, the question that, that started this, my thought? Shoot, um, we were. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Okay, uh, you want to just back uh, to Matthew? Go back to Matthew. Wait, uh, I guess so. Um, sorry, right. for, sorry. Um, that was a whole. That, see, that's I, what, that's what makes these episodes good. Yeah, but now I, I feel like for all like reading I, Matthew, yeah, right? But I, I feel like there's something that was decent to be said. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna repeat myself until it pops back in my head. Um, so not going back to Matthew. So. Of course, there was at some point, or uh, Satan was cast. Oh, I remember now. Um, funny how that works. So the the theory goes something along the lines of this: is that when God was creating humans, uh, Lucifer was there because we know that Lucifer was like right there among the top tier angels, right? Like mm-hmm. near like uh, Michael and uh, what's his name? It starts with a G, something. Anyways, uh, he, top tier top tier angel. Um, I kept wanting to say Gideon, but it's not Gideon. I know that, but anyways. Um, so he's up there with them. He sees God create humans in his own image because I don't think angels are made in God's image, if I remember correctly. Um, and so he, I, maybe he gets a little jealous. That's what the theory is. And so then he's like, you know what? I, I see God. I see all that he is. I'm, I, mm. you know, I'm this powerful. Um, so, but anyways, and uh, so he's like, he just gets jealous. And so that's why he, you know, gathers up an army. And uh, so then he, exactly. And so then he, you know, convinces people to, of course, we know that he's a master salesman, like you say. So, yes. uh, but anyways, so um, then he just kind of chooses to revolt. And so then all that happens, he gets cast on earth. And so, <laughs> so moving forward, Matthew chapter eight, um, finally getting back to it. Um, so then uh, they, they leave that. Okay. Just kind of recap, I guess. Um, we were so on the Roman soldier. Roman soldier. He was like, yep. hey, I know you can heal him from here, so let's heal him from here. Exactly. So and then he was like, it was brave. Yep. He had turned, <laughs> he turned around and was like, hey, some Israelites are going to go to heaven, some are going to go to hell. 
Um, and so now moving on, so they keep leaving after that situation from the Roman officer. And he come across Peter's uh, mother-in-law who had a fever. So Jesus touched her and uh, he healed her right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool. And then they kept going. And then That's they in The came, Chosen too. Yep. And then they came across a, a demon-possessed, uh, two people actually, uh, demon-possessed people. Uh, were brought to Jesus, and he rid them of their spirits uh, with simple command, as the Bible so says. It's so cool how, like, like demons, they flee in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so, so powerful. Yeah. And like, in Matthew, it says that he rid them of spirits with a simple command, but, like, mm-hmm. it didn't say because he just cast them out, you know, being himself in his name, you know. Yeah. Um, in but, my name. No, exactly. <laughs> but uh, we know based off of other verses regarding casting out demons, that that's probably what he said to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyways, moving on. And then verse 18 to 22. So Jesus told the disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Um, and um, what's interesting about this is when Jesus told one of the disciples or the disciples that one of the disciples piped up and said, but Jesus, my dad just died. Can I, um, he, he asked if he could go bury him before they cross over the lake. And what's interesting, you want to know what Jesus said? What did he say? He said, Follow me now. Let the I lost my notes. He said, "Let the spiritually dead bury the spiritually dead." Mm-hmm. He said that to his disciple, like that talking about his dad. Yeah. Well, on top of that, like his dad just died. Yeah. And he's like, "Jesus, can I please just go bury my dad first? Like, probably like." And of course, the the father son relationship back then was super super tight. Yeah. And but Jesus is like, "No, he's spiritually dead. <laughs> They're fine." But like that just really goes to show like the price of being a disciple. You know, mm-hmm. they gave up everything. Exactly. They and gain after, everything, though. That, yeah, exactly. Just not in this life by any means. But it kind of goes for us, too. You know, like when we mm-hmm. choose to follow Jesus, like we're kind of in the same boat as disciples, like what we're supposed to do, at least. Yeah. And so it's going to be a life of persecution. It's going to be a tough life. We're going to have to sometimes sacrifice our family if our uh-huh. family is what I talked about before leading us, you know, astray. Um, so anyways, and then they go, they, uh, they all start to move across the, the water or whatever. Uh, they hop on a boat. Big oh, storm I love this comes. story here. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of summarize a little bit. Yeah. Um, and big storm comes, waves crashing. Disciples are scared out their mind. Of course, Jesus is taking a snooze uh, during this big old storm. And, uh, and then the disciples are scared. They wake him up and, you know, they say, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And then uh, Jesus looked at him and said, why are you afraid? He said, you have such little faith. <laughs> I think that's like when I read that, I wrote a little thing in my Bible that said, funny. With an arrow pointed to it. Like, can you imagine Jesus just woke up? And, like, he's probably like, dude, like, come on. And then just shuts the storm off. And just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It had to have just been funny. I don't know. Right. I, I mean, look, well, in the moment, probably not. But looking at it now, for sure. And, like, you think about it. Like, they're asking Jesus. Or they're, like, they're talking to Jesus. Like, they're like, dude, we're going to drown. So, they're, like, <laughs> expecting to yeah. die. And then him to die, too, I guess. You know, it's, it's, anyways. Mm-hmm. Not um, the time yet. Exactly. And so, <laughs> but moving on a little bit. So, they finally... Uh, land ashore to find the two demon-possessed. Oh, I guess I skipped ahead earlier. Um, <laughs> but so this is where he finds two demon-possessed people. Um, and so the demons asked Jesus directly, said, why are you interfering with us? Have you come to torture us before God's appointed time? Say, so, okay, so this kind of correlates. They're mocking them. Exactly. They're mocking them, but it kind of correlates with what we were talking about earlier, how they aren't in hell yet. Yes. Um, and so, that's very true. That, that's, mm-hmm. that, that proves it. Oh, so that, that conversation necessarily wasn't a rabbit hole. It was just worth Yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> hey, there um, we go. So, so that but, really uh, does prove that hell is not there yet. Exactly. And so he says... Maybe that's what you... the thousand-year suffering is. What? Maybe that is how, like, you know how they're going to be in uh, a hole of fire for a thousand years? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what hell is. It could be. 
And then it goes oh. back to why I asked you about why, uh, why the new kingdom on the new earth has walls, you know, yeah. um, which I feel like it's going to be like a glass wall. Cause you said they could, they could see the light a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, that'll have to be a conversation for another day. Cause that's going to be about 45 minute conversation. I'll write it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually think I have that one written down, but it's okay. We, you can oh. write it down. I think you right. have a more complete list. Oh yeah. Um, I have a huge one. So, but anyway, so he says, or the demons say, have you come to torture us before God's point in time? So then um, they then asked Jesus because they knew what was going to happen. They asked mm. Jesus, said, look, can you please just cast us into those pigs? Let us have a body. Um, the let's have a body <laughs> was my own addition. Um, but then. And then they just die. They went into the pigs. They ran off the steep slope into the lake and they drowned. Why did they do that? Well, I don't know. And like, Th- if the demons, demons didn't die. Exactly. So, like, what was the point of running into the lake? Did they just like the thrill, I guess you could say? I I don't know. I mean, there's got – maybe there's some sort of a – Maybe that freed them. Like, not freed them, but, like, freed them to get out of that body and go to wherever. Yeah, maybe if their host dies. But I wonder if, like, if they get cast out by Jesus, maybe, like – That's true. Something. So maybe they died with the pigs. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm that's, not Jesus. I don't know. I'm not either. I think that's going to be something that is definitely beyond <laughs> our spiritual knowledge. Yes. Um, but then the men uh, that were demon possessed, uh, they ended up going to town. They went to town and they spread the news about how Jesus cast the demons out of them. Um, and then what's interesting about this time. So every other time that a, a miracle has happened, the, the people flock to Jesus and they love Jesus. Mm-hmm. But this time the people ran to the town. They told the people this time the people ran to Jesus and they said, get out go away yeah they said leave me alone so why why do you think they said that they were scared why do you think they were scared maybe it was because of conviction maybe it was Mm. because they weren't 100 percent sure what was going on yeah i think it's either that either conviction or maybe they thought he was like witchcraft because of course a lot of the jews then i don't even know if it was jews well that but they also believe that messiah hadn't come yet and so um, for somebody to come and, you know, healing things and casting out demons, they're probably like, I don't know about that. We I mean, ain't ready th- yet. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you think about it. And the, I mean, Revelation says that there's going to be people that when Jesus comes back a second time, there's going to be people that don't believe it then. Um, so like Christians and non-Christians alike. And um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of understandable why they said get out of here. But uh, at the same time, it's like, you might want to hear the guy out, you know? Yeah, um, for but, real. Yeah. So that was it that was matthew 8 good chapter short and sweet yeah um and that was even with our tangent uh about yeah. heaven and hell and um yeah which that could be a we could probably expand on that later oh, yeah. in life but uh we're good yeah. at that <laughs> definitely so um do you have any questions or comments concerns i'm oh, it's kind of nope. weird how we asked that um okay all right well you want to close this out in prayer yep Dear Heavenly Father, uh, I thank you for letting us uh, be able to talk here, God. I know this is your platform. It is not ours. We are just the messenger, Lord. And, Lord, I love I love praying this prayer, so I'm going to pray it every single time, Lord. But like I always say, let our words be seeds for you, God. Let mm. us be able to plant seeds in other people. And let them be able to grow forest in your name, God. Um, Lord, I pray for everybody listening here. Every time they step out of bed, Lord, bless them. Uh, let them know that you are real, God, and you love them. And show them your light, God. Let them know that there is nothing they can do to fall short of you, God. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, uh, thank you for everything you do, and uh, amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate it. Well, with that being said, uh, 
going back to the beginning of this video, listeners, uh, check out our clothes, um, yes. that sort of thing. Check out our all of our socials. Follow us. You can follow us on TikTok as Yolt Christian Podcast. You can follow, find us on Instagram as Yolt Christian Podcast, and that's spelled Y-O-L-T. Um, you only live twice. That's right. And uh, anyways, I hope you all are having a great day, great morning, great drive, great sitting on your couch, wherever you may be listening to us. And with that being said, Godspeed.